Hello and welcome to Modern Men. I hope you guys are doing well. Everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Modern Men. I really do hope you're enjoying listening. We've got another solo episode for you today, so a slightly shorter one. Now, I do hope you enjoyed the previous solo episode. Do go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. It's about sort of self-expression and individuality as a man, and I explore kind of my own personal experiences, my thoughts on the matter. Um, So yeah, do go back and listen to that one if you haven't already. Now, on this episode, I'm going to be talking about panic attacks. But before we get going, I would just like to say, please go and follow me on Instagram at Modern Men Podcast. That's also my at on TikTok if you want to follow me on there. Um, And as well as that, head down and check me out on LinkedIn as well. The link will be in the show notes. Also on your podcast app, please do give me a follow, a rating and a review because that way we can expand the conversation around men's mental health. So let's get into it and talk a little bit about panic attacks. Now, one reason that I wanted to talk about panic attacks today is because it kind of came um, into my head very recently that I haven't had one for a very long time, which is obviously something that I'm very proud of because I did used to struggle with them quite regularly, to be quite honest. It's now been a couple of years since I've experienced a panic attack. But they are incredibly harrowing, frightening, you know, distressing incidents. And they they, they often crop up when you least expect it. They often crop up in scenarios where you don't, you you ideally wouldn't want to have them. I mean, you'd obviously never want to have one. But when they happen in public, that can add an extra level of distress and kind of anxiety to the situation and almost make it that little bit worse. Um, So it is a huge challenge. And despite being something that I've not struggled with for a while now, it is still incredibly close to my heart. So I think what I will first kind of talk about is kind of my experiences with panic attacks and things like that. So if I look to 2015, 16, 17, maybe 2018 as well, that kind of time of my life when I was in my late teens and my early 20s, my mental health wasn't brilliant. Now, there were some times where it was okay. You know, on a daily basis, I would function and I would uh, and, and I would do regular things. And it, it wasn't like a crippling kind of depression for that entire three or four year period. But I was certainly dipping in and out of episodes of poor mental health much more frequently than I do nowadays. Now, I have put in a lot of work in order to try and kind of improve that that aspect of my life and kind of, you know, adding exercise and adding um, uh, improving my diet and kind of just staying on top of things in, in, in ways that I wasn't equipped to do in the past or wasn't aware of or wasn't knowledgeable enough um, of. But panic attacks played a huge, huge part in those episodes or periods of poor mental health for me back in those days. So if I if I go back to kind of 20, 2015, 2016, I was at college at that time. I was, I was in a relationship that wasn't really going anywhere, but I was kind of kidding myself and uh, telling myself that it was at that time. And yeah, I had a very, I didn't have a very high opinion of myself at that time either. The number of things that would cause me to have a panic attack were, were, were quite frequent. But then if I even look onto my next relationship, which, which was with somebody that I lived with um, and spent an awful lot of time with, I would often find myself punishing myself if I didn't believe that I was being the best partner 
I would punish myself if I just didn't believe that I was a good enough or, or valuable enough person. Uh, and those um, periods of, of punishment and kind of internalizing anxiety and overthinking things and just kind of putting pressure on myself and almost mentally beating myself up, that was a scenario for me that often led to panic attacks. So that could be just kind of whilst out and about um, going for a walk. It could be at work. It could be in bed, just sort of sitting, wait, trying to go to sleep or sitting in the morning. And it would just at that point be relatively fast, increased breathing patterns, being unable to catch my breath, feeling very, very tight chested is often the first, the first part of it, and being unable to control or slow down my breathing. Now, some of the earliest signs of a panic attack can be shaking. You can feel a little bit kind of disorientated or just a little bit shaken. You can you can feel sick even, um, a dry mouth, uh, you know, dizziness. There's all kinds of different things. But the frightening thing is that a lot of people have reported that before they have a panic attack or in the early couple of stages of a panic attack, they do feel like they could be doing, could, could be having something potentially life-threatening like even a heart attack or um, a, a much more serious physical um, physical kind of illness or, or, or episode. And that's a really, really, really uh, frightening thing. Um, and if I think back for me to those days when I was having a panic attack, dry mouth is always a huge part of it. When I am anxious in general, um, that's always been a big symptom for me. So I would have that. That's one to look out for, the shaking. And also I would get a numbness and a tingling in my extremities. So almost kind of a pins and needles sort of feeling, especially in my fingers um, and, and, and in my hands. And that was kind of a big thing as well. The way that I dealt with these panic attacks, you know, was just by almost riding it out at that point, because I don't feel like to start with, I really knew the best way of dealing with it. And I was very much in a period of feeling like, you know, this is me. I am a guy who has panic attacks. I'm a guy who suffers with my mental health. It's never going to change. I just have to ride it out and hope for the best and hope that it doesn't happen again soon. And that is, I'm, I'm not saying that's defeatist. When you're in the depths of a mental health crisis, it's very, very, very hard to think positively and to think of a world or an existence where you're not going to feel like that. It is incredibly, incredibly challenging. But I've managed to slowly get to my get get to a place where I can kind of control it a little bit better. Now, these panic attacks were relatively regular, and they would always be round about the same. They would last for about five minutes or so, if that. But the biggest and most frightening panic attack that I ever had was in a new job, essentially, that I started. I became the assistant manager of a shop when I was about 20, I want to say, 21 maybe. Um, I, I just left a job that I'd been in for about a year and a half where I was relatively comfortable and was in this brand new scenario where I had more responsibility. I'd only been a supervisor in my previous job and was now stepping up to an assistant manager role. And yeah, um, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before that I find new jobs, uh, I find change in general, but specifically for some reason, new jobs really, really, really difficult to deal with in terms of piling pressure on myself just being worried and anxious about the new surroundings, the new scenario, the new routine, 
um the, the new duties just kind of every aspect of a new job and i think every 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 person really finds it frightening and one of the reasons that i wanted to touch on this scenario firstly it was quite a severe one but secondly i think it's something like a new job is probably a a realistic scenario for somebody to have a panic attack in if you are prone uh, to that but in this job i yeah i i really struggled with my anxiety and there was one time where i was just kind of walking from the shop floor back towards the staff area towards the back and i just could not control my breathing at all i remember that as i was walking out of the shop floor onto the staff area i was sort of welling up a little bit the tears were forming in my eyes uncontrollably my breathing was rapidly increasing and it was fast breathing but but very heavy breathing as well to the point where i literally was kind of out of breath couldn't catch my breath even slightly and another member of staff who was actually somebody who d- during my short time there was was really supportive and really helpful um she she was kind of like oh my god like this this is this is terrible she, i think she knew it was a panic attack and kind of sat me down and tried to calm me down and things like that and after it happened it's almost like it got out of my system and um i i kind of almost felt slightly better for the rest of the day i don't know whether that's a common symptom for many people um but yeah how uh, that that's one thing so what i will go on to is um some scenarios and kind of uh, ways of dealing with panic attacks in terms of ways of dealing with it whilst you're going through one and also preventative measures that you can put in place in order to try to avoid panic attacks and to try and just kind of get yourself into a situation where you're not experiencing them as often or not at all because that's somewhere where I feel like I've got myself to. First and foremost I'd say one of the main ways that you can prevent a panic attack in the first place is just continuing to stay on top of your mental health, making it a priority to be on top of your mental health as often as you possibly can. And that is just by, you know, taking time for yourself, realizing what works for you in terms of just making yourself feel better, minimizing your worry, minimizing your stress, um, and 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 just trying to live a more mindful life um, and just a life where you are avoiding anxiety and avoiding stress as much as you possibly can and prioritizing your own mental health. I think specifically as men, we don't feel like we can prioritize our mental health because as men, we're not meant to really have mental health. That's what society tells us. But it really, really is important to put these things as a priority in our lives. Otherwise, things like panic attacks can often be a symptom of things finally getting on top of us the stress that's been building up that we haven't paid attention to and we haven't noticed all that stress being built up is a common cause of a panic attack it's also like i just said in that situation in that job that i was talking about if there's somebody around you who is helpful reassuring so a family member a friend a colleague anything like that then that is really really helpful as well because they can almost kind of like uh, help help reassure you and kind of tell you you know this will pass this is a temporary thing just got to ride it out in the moment um and try and kind of continue you know having having that person with you is is really 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 helpful there's also things that you can do whether you are with someone or even whether you are on your own and that is to try and do a breathing exercise so try and practice a breathing exercise it's not easy at all because 
when you're having that shortness of breath and that quick breathing pattern during a panic attack, it's not easy to kind of try and reframe yourself and do a breathing exercise. But, um, you know, the kind of more official NHS suggestion would be to, to try to breathe in as slowly and as deeply and as gently as you can through your nose and then out through your mouth. So some people find it helpful to to kind of count on each in-breath and each out-breath, count from one to three, one to four, one to five, whatever you're comfortable with, and, and really paying attention to that breathing, almost as if you would if you were doing a meditation or something like that. That's another really important way of, um, of kind of getting over a panic attack. If you think it's a more regular ongoing thing, then it might be important for you to go and try to kind of seek out therapy, um, whether that be cognitive behavioral therapy or just any other kind of type of therapy that you think might be helpful for you. If you, you know, if you are more regularly having panic attacks, then it could be linked to a panic disorder or something like that that needs really specific help. So um, there is that side of it as well. One last thing that I wanted to talk about before we get going is the fact that panic attacks, um, one myth about panic attacks is that they're always linked to the scenario that the person is having the panic attack in, whether it be, you know, like I said, a new job, maybe before an exam, maybe before a date or a social situation that someone's nervous about or, you know, a specific kind of speech that they have to, that they have to do. Or, or before a flight, and that is just not true at all. Obviously, panic attacks can be situation-based. They can be down to a specific incident that is happening in your life at that time, an impending situation that's causing you a level of anxiety. But they can also be relatively random as well, and I think that's just why we need to be extra aware of um, keeping on top of our own general mental health so that these things don't happen or that we can minimize them as much as possible. And I think it's also important to to kind of pay attention to all the things that I've just said in order to kind of see those symptoms and kind of be able to help somebody else who's going through a panic attack. So if somebody is going through a panic attack and that's what you can identify it as, then try and be a positive, helpful figure and reassure them, you know, this is not going to carry on forever. This is a temporary thing. It will be over very, very soon and you'll be able to return to your normal life um, and, you, you know, your normal aspects of your day and try to encourage them to breathe slowly, to breathe deeply, to breathe gently through the nose and out through the mouth. That's a really, really helpful way of getting through panic attacks. It always has been for me. You know, from personal experience, it is a horrible, horrible experience to go through and I'm incredibly thankful that I haven't you know, touch wood, been through a panic attack for quite a long time now. I hope this episode has been something a little different and something quite helpful for you guys. Uh, please do let me know of any feedback or anything like that. I think it's kind of just a slightly different way of doing this episode this week, deciding to talk about one specific element of anxiety or, or mental health and kind of how to deal with it. Or, you know, as, as I said, I am not qualified officially to talk about anything that I talk about on this podcast. This is all advice that is coming from, you know, personal experiences, things that have helped me and also things that have kind of been approved by the NHS um, and stuff like that as well. So please do let me know if this has been helpful. 
Keep your eyes peeled for a guest episode of Modern Men coming out next week. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And I'll be in your ears again next week. Cheers. Cheers.